Today's episode of 69 Whiskey is sponsored by the newest sports book, My Team's COVID-19 Season. Throughout the entire pandemic, one of the hardest hit areas was professional sports. However, as the world began to open up, so did the hopes and dreams of many sports fans in the United States. My old buddy from high school, Zach Milchman, was one of these hopefuls, and while the world was put to a halt, he put pen to paper. Zach shares with readers personal stories from childhood, as well as some in-depth analysis of what it was like to be a fan of the New York Yankees, New York Giants, and Brooklyn Nets, not just throughout his life, but during COVID-19 as well. This is more than just a love letter to his favorite teams, but also demonstrates the trials and tribulations these franchises faced as sports began to slowly come back. Pick up your copy of My Team's COVID-19 season now on Amazon as a hard copy or on Kindle. And let Zach know that your boys at 69 Whiskey sent you in the review. And before we begin today's episode, here's a special musical number from Eric Weinstein as we took a little bit of a break due to some technical difficulties. Mishodowski, are you still there? You are frozen. I am here alone. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I'm all alone once again. Mish is gonna have to edit this out. Too bad he's lagging out. And I'm sitting here writing comedy gold all by myself because parody is my art form. And here I sit just all alone, being the personality that, that own, god damn it, and I'm out. I ran out of bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, we are no longer bound by your radio. This is the 69 Whiskey Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the 69 Whiskey Podcast. I am your host, Eric Weinstein, and I'm joined by my co-host. It's the head advocate for the Big Titty Committee. It's your boy, motorboat and Matt Michalowski. Eric, it's good to see you, my friend. It's good to see you, too. How's everything been? Uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a very busy week. Yeah. Um, I want to point. I want to point something out before we get started. That uh, we want to thank our friend, local neighborhood baby from the Stress, Depressed, and Anxious podcast. Our episode of well, our episode with her dropped last Friday, and now this past week she had us on her show, and we had a very great, deep, just overall fantastic discussion. And it was, it's, it's a lot of fun talking to her. We want to thank her for having us on her show. It was a, it's a real pleasure. It was an enlightening conversation for both of us. I think so. I talked about some things I tried to repress deep down. So if you want to know, go check out that episode. We'll link that somewhere in the description of our episode. So uh, go check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. So getting to the topics of today's discussion we've been doing a little bit of research because you know the olympics have just recently started up after being postponed from uh last year 
and do doing a little bit of research into like all of the comings and goings of the world and what's going on my my stepmother actually dropped this topic onto onto my lap as uh one of the uh what's it called russian sitcom shows that she watches was covering this as news that it was lobbied to have pole dancing as a competitive Olympic sport. Hold on a second. You need to. You told me this, but you didn't give me the full context of how it came about. Oh, you mean to tell oh, me yes. your beloved stepmother, a absolute badass of a woman. I've met her, ladies and gentlemen. She is a fantastic woman. She. There is a Russian sitcom show that actually covered this legitimate news. It's like and, Saturday Night Live for Russia. Wow. Yeah. Now, so this is okay. This is legit, legit. Okay. <laughs> this makes sense now. And you would think I would know more about this being part Russian myself, but god damn. But yeah, they petitioned to have competitive pole dancing in the Olympics. It did not pass for this year's Olympics. However, in 2024, coming to televisions everywhere, competitive pole dancing Wait. is supposed to be coming to the Olympics. No way. So they actually passed it? From what? From a couple of the articles that I've been reading, there is a high likelihood that pole dancing will become a Olympic sport in 2024. You've got to be kidding me. I am not kidding here. Wow. See, so, there's a part of me that's like, you know, obviously the the part of me that, you know, thinks differently than the than, you know, my actual head, I is is happy about this. However, the logical part of me, I'm not a huge fan of this decision. I'm I'm a I'm on board with this 110%. I think this is I think this is going to have better ratings than the Super Bowl. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> nothing will beat Okay, hold on a second. Nothing will beat the Super Bowl no matter how big something like this is. I I I think the Super Bowl is the creme de la creme of major sporting events because that's the only time where non-sports fans will watch the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I disagree with you 110%. I think competitive pole dancing will do better numbers than the Super Bowl. Let's make a bet on this right now. I I would... You know what? I'll bet you 50 bucks. Fuck that, that 100. That, fine, fine. 100. If, if competitive pole dancing puts up better numbers than the Super Bowl, you owe me 100 bucks. It has to be that year's Super Bowl, though. I'm fine with this. I'll... I will laugh hysterically as my, as my as my local talent absolutely decimates your paid professionals. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you right now. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm just I'm just being honest. And, and look, there's a reason people watch Super Bowl. It's it's the biggest marketing ploy. In the history of professional sports, people pay top dollar 
to get advertisements. Some people just watch the Super Bowl for the advertisements. Most this people don't give is, a fuck about the game. I'm telling you right now, is, this is not going to get it. <laughs> this is the Olympics with a worldwide audience. The, the Super Olympics Bowl... Dropped, the Olympics in this country dropped by like 30... The, the percentage of people that are watching it at this point of us watching it is dropped by 30%. I can't imagine what it's going to be like in other countries. Now give me pole dancing. I guarantee you, my viewership is going to spike throughout the entire world for at least four to five hours. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Somebody may tune in for like, like a couple of people, actually a good majority of people are going to tune in as the, as the, I want to whack off to, to this and get off to this idea. However, there are going to be some people that are going to watch this with their girlfriends. And it's going to start off with, wow, this is really hot, to, wow, this is really artistic and really awesome. I want to see more of this. That girl's and, and, really cool. And then it's going to be, honey, I want one in our house. I mean, <laughs> that's that's my mentality. Not a lot, Not a lot of normal people, but... Good, good train of thought. I like it. I real, I really do enjoy it. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is this: like, look, we're making the bet. It's official. We can't back out of this now. I'm, I'm just fine being honest. I'm fine I with it. I don't think. I, I, I'll, I will tell you. Look, Eric, you've known me a long time. I'll admit when I'm wrong. Until I see fucking factual numbers in front of me that this beats the Super Bowl, then. I will admit that I'm wrong, but as far as I'm concerned right now, there's far too much entertainment factor in the Super Bowl alone for pole dancing to take over. I'm just being honest. I, I, again, I think sex sells. I think that, I think that, I think that if it wasn't so hard to, to follow, figure skating would be fantastic. Unfortunately, it's almost impossible to follow, and girls get mangled on the ice. I mean, how many? I mean, what's that one story where one ice skater literally went in and like broke the other one's leg just to get above her in the, in oh, the rankings? Oh, oh, that I was the the specifics of it, but I know that that was a big thing no, back no, no, in like no, the eighties no. or actually, some shit. I was just watching a YouTube video on this because what culture was. Uh, no, it wasn't what culture. It was what Watch Mojo. Watch uh, Mojo, yeah. Was doing a thing on like the top twenty uh, Olympic scandals, and it was this figure skater's ex husband who had hired a goon to go in and assault this woman and break her leg so she couldn't perform, and the girl came back and I think got third place in the competition. And the girl who per- who per- who knew about the assault and kind of egged her ex husband on to p- perpetrate it in place. Oh, got like seventh or eighth. Ooh, karma's a bitch, isn't it? I mean, be better. Yeah, that's true. Get good scrub. Anyway, so here's so here's the question then. So you are obviously so you're a hundred percent in for pole dancing being an olympic sport regardless. I, uh, I am i am down for pole dancing we watched a couple of videos of some professional pole dancing a little bit earlier and uh watched a competition 
what was it? What was the uh, competition that we were watching called? I don't know, but it was um, it, it was taking place in Crimea, which is like right by Russia and all the other Easter, the exotic, big Eastern European countries. Exotic, exotic, yeah. Old school, new face. The 2019 competition. No, there was one that we were watching. The one from 2021, just a couple of minutes ago, the one where we were watching the winner from Russia. Oh yeah, yeah, the the one in Crimea. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, nice. So yeah, that was that was the most recent one. I just explain something though while 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 you're looking at that because yeah, I, I, I I I the reason why I'm not entirely for it is because think about think about it like this, Eric. Like when you think of the Olympics, you think of. I don't know, like you think of like legitimate sporting events or like sort of, at least that's what I think. Like, what? I want you to understand something because the way, because when I think about the Olympics, I think about like the founding of the Olympics. Okay. You understand that oil wrestling was a thing in the, in the original Olympics? Stark naked, two men oiled up would wrestle each other. Erky wins every single time on that one. <laughs> That's what they fucking do over there. Apparently, I've seen. What was I gonna say? But it's just, yeah. But like, think of it like that. Like wrestling itself. Like wrestling is no longer an Olympic sport, from what I understand. So, like, how does Greco-Roman wrestling get replaced by? Something like that. That's why. That's where I. I can't like see. Entirely I'm not, accept it. I'm fine with. I'm fine with bringing back wrestling, but we're going to bring it back as mud wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh and that's the females only category right <laughs> no 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 we gotta make it entertaining for both the males and the females so oh, we God. so we have we have the uh males category and the women's category it's like wwe it's literally just like wwe when and they're like all, throwing and all competitors must be in tightly fit bikinis even the guys yes Speed up. That would be hysterical. Now, here's a question. I've actually heard, speaking of like Olympics, I've actually heard this being brought up by a couple people. Uh, Chris Jericho, I think, being the top one that I've heard. Do you think pro wrestling should be an Olympic sport? No. I agree. Why do you think that? I understand that it takes a high level of athleticism to do it, but it is not a competition. It is a show. It is art. Art is subjective, and when you make art a competition, and that's that's kind of that's kind of one of the issues with the idea of doing pole dancing and all of these other gymnastic things as a well gymnastics as a competition makes sense because performing the moves and executing them properly. And gaining points within the scoring system is interesting. But again, if you if you really look at one of the biggest complaints in all of these Olympic sports is scoring is a bitch. Yeah, the judges fucking suck. They will and cut. I was reading something today that I think a couple of women of color, I'm not sure if they were from the U.S. or not, but the judges were fucking being really harsh to them. And I'm not sure. Again, I, I don't know the entire context. I just see a couple of tweets on Twitter like, oh, these judges are being assholes to these, uh, you know, couple of black athletes, you know, and I'm again, I'm not sure where these judges are from for the most part. I, I think it's probably a mix of several different countries, I would imagine, but I, I don't know. But 
like that's obviously there's some prejudice involved. I, I'm sure in some way, shape, or form. I'm also thinking of it in the terms of like when it comes to pro wrestling, like not being Olympic sport, it's a fucking work. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's a fucking work. Like there's no denying, and it's been out. It's been out there for years. It's not like we're fucking saying yeah. anything entirely groundbreaking. How could you rank a a match? You can't ma- rate a ma- match by per- by the performance art itself because there has to be a work involved. There has to be a story involved that has a baby face or a heel or, you know, two baby faces going at it, having a comp competitive match. But that only goes so far, I think, in terms of a scoring. Like, okay, who can do the best Tornado DDT better than the other guy? That To me, that's boring. To me, that would be a boring way to score thing, something mm-hmm. like that. Just leave, leave wrestling the way it is. Don't make it an Olympic sport. I would rather, you know, there's a lot of sports that I think they should probably bring back. I don't have any off the top of my head. I think wrestling being one of them is the top one. because Like if I you said, can... wrestling as mud wrestling or oil wrestling, if we want to go back to like the, the old Greek days, I think works just fine, especially if we're bringing in pole dancing. I agree. I agree. Speaking of pole dancing, I'm just going to say right off the bat, if that when that does come in, American ladies, you got to step your game up. You gotta step your game up because the shit I'm seeing from these women from Eastern Europe, from like Ukraine, Russia, all these other Eastern European countries, they will blow you out of the water. You are, you do not stand a chance. I think there are some fantastic, I'm sure there's some fantastic American pole dancers out there, but holy shit, you need to step your game up because some I, of the stuff you showed me when before we started recording, these women don't stand a chance if they're see, going up against anybody from like Russia. See, I would agree with you if I didn't have my Mighty Mouse. What do you mean? So when I was when I was dating my my lovely stripper, I also made friends with other strippers at the club that were really good dancers. And then there was Allie. Okay. also known as Mighty Mouse. This girl would literally be able to strip while hanging sideways from the pole and do flips while on the pole and jump from pole to pole. I would like to to meet this woman and see her routine. Oh, oh, it was a... Every night, it was just... Ha. Huh. Eric, oh. please tell me she's still working. Uh last I heard she moved down to Texas. Uh with our good friends Josh, Zach, and Joey. Yeah, last I heard Allie was down in Texas. She moved down there uh with some friends. But So if, if you're listening to this, Allie, if you ever listen to this, we we want to have you on the team. <laughs> You're the first person in my book that's going on the Olympic uh, pole dancing team. She is she is the the head. Of, she is at the head of my list for for uh, first draft picks for the uh, American women uh, pole dancing team. Not 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 even just first draft pick. She's fucking team captain. Yep. Fuck it. The store team captain on there. But. You you were saying before the show, you actually posed a really good idea about what if if let's just say pole dancing becomes an Olympic sport. What other perverse things can we turn into an Olympic sport? Let me introduce this, because what I was thinking about was if we were just to make an Olympic event solely based around sex. 
the Sex Olympics, what are the top three events that you would have as a part of the Sex Olympics? Eric, I'll let you go first. Just because I want to see it happen, because I saw a video of, of, of something like this, like way, way back in the day when jokes like this were funny. But I saw a video of this guy and he's like he looks like he's a power lifter and this girl comes up with him and she jumps on straddles him and he is holding her he is supposedly quote unquote holding her up with his dick so i want to see the dick powerlifting games I want someone to be able to hold a woman up for 10 consecutive seconds using nothing but their Johnson. Now, hold on a second. So the woman wasn't wrapped around him in any way. He was just using his dick. So the way that the joke is set up is it goes mount. She jumps on him, wraps her legs around, gets into position. Unlock, and he lets go of her, and she leans back. Hold! Hold! He's getting red. Release! And she comes back up. There's going to be a lot of broken dicks involved in this one. Yes! Yes! You want to see... Physically, bodily harm happened to these people. I, listen, no, 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 no. I don't want to see the physical bodily harm. I want to see someone succeed. I want to see the madman who manages to pull this off. Because the person who does it will have a gold medal every single goddamn year. Because no one else will ever, ever be able to pull it off. You, world record. You have to be doing... You have to find a way to do dick exercises that allow you to have such dick control that you can hold a person up with just your pecker. I'll believe it when I see it, and if I did see it, I would be shocked if someone can keep it on for that a lot a, amount of time because that just sounds... It sounds like a nightmare waiting to happen. Like the second, I, the second I'm hearing a crack from the the man's dick from it being broken, I'm, I'm puking, man. I am <laughs> absolutely puking. My look as limited as, of experience as I am, my biggest fear is breaking my dick in the middle of anything. I have read, I have heard stories from other podcasts, some of which I hope we have on the show soon, of some crazy fucking shit that has happened. All because of someone jolting just a certain way, mm-hmm. and it just ruins your fucking day. Yep. But so I am terrified. But that, but, but that is my point. If you want to be an Olympic gold medalist, you got to risk some shit. That's even, fair. That's fair. Even even your best friend. <laughs> now here, now here's a um. Here's mine. I think uh, this is kind of basic. I mean, mine's probably not nearly as out of the box as you are because I, I haven't actually physically seen this, like what you what you just described. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we need to have the Marathon Man uh, competition. You know, who can last the longest in uh, during intercourse? 
I disagree with that. Why? I say the marathon woman. Really? Yes. Well, I mean, obviously it's interchangeable, but you, you can. It's going to be a man and in, in woman's uh, sport. Mu- but I'd I want to know prefer, why you. I'd much prefer the marathon woman. Much harder of a task. Really? Yes. Explain why. I'd like to know. So, with man, you are trying to stop yourself from popping. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. You are trying to resist the urge. If it is a female, you are going until you cannot take it anymore. Which country do you think wins that one? I don't know. I really don't. I, I think America I think America places top three. I think I'm trying to think of like countries that maybe Germany? I you know what? I was thinking Germany too. I, Shout out to our listeners in Germany, by the way. I know there's a couple of you out there. But I was thinking Germany. I was thinking also Japan. No, no, no. I don't give the endurance challenge to the Japanese. Why is that? I've never met a single Japanese person that has told me that endurance is, is where they shine. Really? I mean, who knows? We, we could be surprised. I, I'll, been, I'll throw Japan's name in there. I've been told foreplay is where they, is where they lie. Which actually kind of goes into my next event I had in mind. Oh, but, um, what what is your next event? Edging. I don't think I like that as a as a sexual Olympic sport. Why is that? That takes a lot of mental fortitude. I don't really give that physical. I give that mental, and I give that a lot to the person doing the torturing as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I was thinking, I was thinking not even the person like doing, I, I wasn't even thinking two people. I was thinking like just a solo, like who can go the longest without having to pop. And whoever, I, ob- whoever's the last one standing is obviously the gold medalist. It's, it's a, it's a battle royale of sorts. Maybe. I'm not sure I like that. The, and the only reason is I'm thinking about it from a television point of view. If we did the run a train on on this poor girl kind of thing, we couldn't show that on TV in certain countries, especially not this one. Keep, keep in mind, keep in mind, this is the sex Olympics. So per, this is the fantasy world, obviously. So uh, pretend uh, all bets are off. Yeah, all but, bets are off in terms of what we're talking about. Yeah, that. but at least like with the dick power lifting, I could see that on TV. You know what? I could see it too because it's a spectacle. Because part of the Olympics is that there has to be spectacle involved. A exactly. lot of my stuff, a lot of my stuff is kind of more geared towards mental and physical, while yours is more spectacle based, which I respect. And I, I would definitely watch that over what I would, what I have in mind. But I'm thinking like there has to be some sort of endurance and mental factor or some sort of sport in there as well. You can't just have all spectacle because then you'll just, you know, because then what's going to shock you at that point? I got it. I got, what you got it. What do you I got? got? I want to know. I what do you got, got for me? The sex triathlon. Oh, please explain. We start with each competitor must go into go into a booth and fornicate with a woman. They must then get on a bicycle and ride to the next checkpoint where they must masturbate and ejaculate into a cup and fill it to a certain amount. 
Oh. See, this is going to be hard for guys. This is going to be really hard for guys because you only nut less and less every time. Then, then you must finish with a race. And at the very end of the race, you must solve a math, you, you must solve a math equation. <laughs> Why a math equation? What the fuck, Eric? Of all the things? You need to be mentally strong enough to make it through all of this and still have the mental fortitude to solve a math equation. No, like give him a fucking PEMDAS equation and then it's like, all right, if you can get the right answer to this, you win? Yes. Okay, so what happens? Okay, so here's a here's a question. So let me paint the scenario. One person's having trouble struggling at the very end with the math equation. Maybe they're not good at math. Who knows? And then someone, and then they they keep getting the wrong answer, and the guy and the judge is telling them, "No, that's the wrong answer. Go again." Mm-hmm. Someone comes in, gets it right on the first try. Now that person that's been there for five, ten minutes, or whatever, just got fucked over because they couldn't have the mental capacity to get the right answer, or they didn't know the right answer to begin with. Exactly. You must. You not. You must not. If you wanted a spectacle and you wanted somebody to to show their prowess. In all manners of of physical, in the manner of being a physical specimen, the sex triathlon must also include a mental challenge. I agree. You know, I, I actually like that one a lot. I think that's the best one of the bunch so far. That is the best one of the bunch. Um, and the best part is it has built-in commercial breaks. At the start of the race, when when the competitors go into their rooms to pleasure the woman. Now hold on a second. Now now, now you mentioned that. So what constitutes being finished with the woman? Just you, just you busting. She ha- no. She has to say that she is satisfied. And the same oh. and the same thing. The same thing for our female competitors. Now hold on a second, because some men and women can take different levels levels of satisfaction. I don't give a shit. I don't know, because I think there's an X factor in there that may be more difficult than you think it is. If All, Okay, fine, 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 fine. We will say to ejaculation. Okay, that works for me. I think there has to be there has to be a line crossed somewhere where it has to be a definitive end. It can't just be, oh, I'm not satisfied yet, even though you've came like five fucking times. I'm not satisfied. Keep going. You're going to be there the whole fucking day. You're going to have a great fucking time, but you're not going to finish the race. You're just not going to. You need to perform like you want a gold medal. I think that's a gold medal. Multiple I think- times. Because there See, will I- be multiple there will be multiple legs run. See, or here's do, the thing. Or do we judge it just based on the overall time? Do nah, we- I think for... I I think t- time fucking challenges like that are stupid. I think it just be the first one that w- it should be like the uh, like a marathon. The first one to win fucking wins. You 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 went through hell. You there should not be any time involved because okay. like I said, like I said, if someone's struggling with the math problem, they're gonna take longer anyway. And if they're the first ones there and they they can't get it right, they're gonna take longer. The, it should be the first one to finish. 
This is this is one of the dumbest competition ideas we've ever come up with. But you know what? It's fuck. But here's the thing: it's a spectacle. It's actually a great fucking idea, and I commend you for coming up with that great fucking idea. I, I'm just gonna throw something very basic and stupid out there: nude beach volleyball, which will no. kind of tie into the last part. No, no, we keep beach volleyball just the way it is. It's why. Fun. Because it's fine. Nudist it's fu- beach volleyball. No, no, but volleyball is fine the way it is. Volleyball is volleyball is fine the way it is. We don't need what? to remove any more clothes. They already don't wear enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that will kind of tie into our last part of this show. But what is your but, last? But, uh, but, but here's the question. Here's the question. What? Do we now get rid of pole vaulting since we now have pole dancing? No, because this is this is a completely different Olympics. This is a completely different Olympics. <laughs> I'm just no. say, I'm just saying, do we get rid of pole vaulting oh. because we now have pole dancing? Nah, just you know, that, honestly, here's the thing: pole vaulting is impressive enough because you and I, m- my fat ass isn't going to get anywhere near there. You, I don't think you're flexible enough to do it. So no, that would be. No. Uh, even with all the the training in uh, certain areas that you have, I don't think you, I don't even think you can fucking pull it off. I don't think I have the testicular fortitude to run with an oversized toothpick and pray to God it'll launch me over something. In that case, ladies and gentlemen, we're both pussies. Case closed. Like I, <laughs> I'm, I give it to 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 all of like the pole vaulters out there because you guys are some nuts sobs. Like, I'm fine with throwing a javelin, doing all of these other, like, sports of, like, throwing the rock as far as you can get it, running running track, jumping over hurdles. I understand these things. But what kind of lunatic do you have to be to be like, I'm going to jam this pole into the ground and jump up onto that, jump up over that pole? It's the same idea that you had to do to, like, do that into, like, an enemy castle, like a lunatic. You are a special kind of crazy. But you know what? They got more balls than both of us. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know how I feel about that sport. I've seen, like, I've heard of so many of those pole vaults breaking in half while athletes are using them. Never seen it. I actually, I, I want to see that happen. I've never seen it happen. I know it's horrible to say because I don't want to see anybody get hurt. But like, I really want to see what would happen I, if a pole I vault broke. I don't. I've heard that it's horrendous. Oh God, I can only imagine. I also think here's the other thing. I also think we need to include more nudist things. Like obviously, like like I said, nudist beach volleyball, which you did not like. Nudist swimming. See, I don't. Again, I I don't necessarily need nude. L- like we saw with the competitive pole dancing. They didn't get stark ass naked. They stayed You're right. they, they stayed in a, in a bikini. It was You're right on that. very very revealing and the one girl did the pasties thing, which was huh. Which one are we talking about now? Cuz we we saw we saw a couple videos. Is it the second to last one? The, the one that I liked? Yes. Oh yeah, the one I liked was Oh, I think I just in one of the videos you saw, you found you found your third ex-wife. Yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah. I finally found my first ex-wife. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh, that 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 routine. Honestly, the thing I I, going back to the pole dancing, I really enjoyed some of these routines. Some of them are a little bit more lackluster than others because I guess they're going for a certain kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're going for different styles. Yeah, it's a different it's a different style. Like I prefer the more um, erratic for lack of better terms, type of movement. You like the bouncy, flashy bullshit. Yes, I prefer the bouncy, flashy bullshit. I'm not saying that the other stuff, the slower, uh, mesmerizing stuff, isn't good. I think it's also good. It's just not my... If I wanted to watch it for long periods of time, because that's one thing I think we have to keep in mind here when it comes to when, when this becomes an Olympic sport, is how do we judge something that's a lot slower and a lot more sensual Versus something that's you just bouncing up and down a pole for four minutes. And doing all sorts of flips and stuff. Exactly. Like how like there's gotta be some sort of you know, there's gotta be some sort of break between there. Like you know how they have uh how certain events have I mean like, there's gotta be like different and... categories as well. That's there's what I'm saying, it's gotta be like, like different categories of the same thing. The slow category, the high energy category. Exactly. Do it like the Oh, I don't want to say that. That that's gonna get us in trouble. Do it. Do it like the Purina dog show. Every every bitch has a lane. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Breaking oh. news: sixty nine whiskey gets canceled. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh you my god! You finally done yeah. it to us after yep. after how long? Oh my god! I. That that was probably the worst joke I've probably ever come up with. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <sighs> I, honestly, I think I think we have a good. I think we have a pretty good line of events here. I think we have a pretty. If the Sex Olympics ever happened, I think we have a pretty good line of events that we are going to um, that we have lined up for. Uh, and and again, like actually, you know what? Here, here's the thing. I didn't. I don't think I asked you before. What country do you think wins the triathlon? It's got to be the Africans. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm I, I'm sorry. I don't want to sound racist, but I got to give it to them. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. This is going to sound fucking terrible. What happens when they hit the math equation? They're fine. They'll have plenty so? of time. See, I think They'll the Indians. Will, I, I think the Indians and the Chinese will do good at the math equation. I'm no, not sure if they'll no. do good on the other two parts. No, the Asians won't get past the first the first part of the triathlon. <laughs> and why is that? Since we've already crossed one line. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know where I'm going with this. I'm just gonna offend everybody today. I feel uh, kind of bad about it, but at the same time, like. I'm giving my honest opinion. <laughs> hey, hey, there's plenty of other shows that do a better job at that than we do. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Shout out to our boy, Jody. <laughs> like, I'd love to like I'd love to I'd love to say that one of these days, the the, the Japanese or the Chinese will find a way to make it to that final math equation. And they will kill it there, and they will oh, they're, take they're it by a the landslide. They're going to pass the math equation regardless. It's the other two parts before that that they, they struggle with. Yeah, they they won't be able to get there. I don't think. I'd like somebody to prove me wrong. I'd love somebody to run the the the, the sex Olympics. I'd love to have the money to do it. 
<laughs> please please uh fund this we, we, sponsor us do do something we want to make this now we really want to make this now the triathlon alone is worth the, the price of admission that's all i'm gonna say now i have a question what's up because we we're talking about making sexual sexual activities olympic sports and making or trying to make these activities more athletic so i'm trying to think of like any other ones that would be interesting to see i mean other than the basic ones that i've kind of covered i'm not really sure i mean obviously there has to be a biathlon but i'm not sure what would go into that other than this just the first two things i don't want to say synchronized fucking Oh, that's that just sounds bad. That, oh, I'm oh, I'm sounds, actually thinking about. Oh my god, I'm thinking about this. That sounds like a terrible idea. Synchronized, like synchronized fucking just sounds like. I mean, it's basically just an orgy at that point. Yes, but it's an artistic one. I don't think that counts. I don't think that counts as tasteful. Like I said. In a perfect world where where sh- where shit like banning stuff like this off off the face of the earth doesn't exist, I'm down to see it. That's I'm, all I'm gonna say. But 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 the thing is, here's the thing: if we're gonna do the Sex Olympics, it's gotta at least like somewhat be tasteful. I think there needs to be some shock factor in there. See, like here's here's one that would that, that would take that would be interesting for uh for, for nudity to be in in it. Dick ping pong. Oh. Now hold on a second. Is that actually possible? I know I, there are videos or GIFs or something out there where guys are hitting shit with their dicks. But can it actually be done back and forth style? That's what I wonder. Is there enough torque in the dick to actually get it over even to the net? Here's the better question. Is there a crazy enough athlete with the... I don't want to say testicular fortitude, because that's not... I don't want to use the balls for that. I, I think the shaft... That would hurt. That would just straight hurt. <laughs> the, the, the shaftular fortitude? I, I don't want I, I to sound like too much of an idiot here, but... You know, you know, I already, I already came up with a name for it. What? Schlong pong. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Schlong pong it is. Got it. All right. That's part of the Sex Olympics. And then to make it fair for the females out there, yours uses your tits. I actually think the tits actually, has a better no, chance of no, being successful. No, no, I have a better one. Hips. You have, you have paddles attached to each one of your hips. And you are only allowed to use the paddles that are attached to either side of your hip. I got the idea off of this show called uh, Hip Whip Girl. Okay. It's a it's an it's an anime from Japan. Of course it is. Where they have to uh, it's it's the sports anime with the uh, girls that fight each other with their asses and their boobs. That's a thing. Yes. Oh wow. But, oh wow! But my idea is, they play 
ping pong instead. I I I would like to see a woman pull that off. I, I question whether or not it's available. Let's or make a, ping pong an Olympic sport again. Wait, it's we, not an Olympic sport anymore? If it is, then let's let's give it a fresh coat of paint. I I dig it. I dig it. Guys, from here on out, you have to play ping pongs with you have to play ping pong with your dick. And girls, you are only allowed to use your hips. I have a good feeling that the Brazilians will do pretty well at that. Just because one, they're mass uh, they're massive asses, which equate to the hips. And of course, with the amount of dancing that the Brazilians do, Brazilian women, I think they can pull that off. I mean, I'm not sure if you remember in a AEW, Spain, uh, a woman, Spain. Spain, possibly Spain. I agree with that. Um, a, a girl named Christy Janes. She was on a dark a lot in AEW. Mm-hmm. She she would w- dance to the ring and she would move her hips a lot. And of course, Tecanti is a uh, another perfect example of that as well. I think she would do incredibly well in that sport. I would kill to see it, but I think I, I, I think the Brazilians take that one hands down. I'm being honest with you for the women. But yeah, you wanted nudity. I gave you some nudity. I think I think that's a great idea. I think that is a great idea. I think we should have dildo fencing. Excuse me. Dildo fencing. There's 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 like long, really really skinny dildos, and you do fencing with them. Just for shits and giggles. I mean, at that point, why don't you just have them sword fight? I was trying to make it a little bit more tasteful. I mean, some sex toys involved. I mean, come on. How are you going to make dildo fightings tasteful? By using giant rubber dildos. I, I want you to describe the scene to me. Okay. Man or woman takes... At least, like, what, how long are fencing swords? Like, four feet long? Something along those lines? Five feet long? Four to five foot long dildo. Skinnier than the normal one that you're used to seeing because there has to be some sort of, uh, you know, manu- has to be some sort of maneuverability and lightness to it. And just fence with it. And the the area by, like, the balls or the, where the suction cup would normally be for a lot of dildos would be the handle. There would be a handle there. And they just fucking go at it. And if you get touched with the dildo, you get a point. Or you you uh, you, you don't get a point. The other guy gets a point. Look, I, I'm I'm just throwing shit out there. I just think I just think it'd be funny as shit. I'm not saying it should be legitimate if we were to do this. I'm just saying I would get a lot of enjoyment out of people uh, dick fighting uh, with dildos. That's all I'm going to say. I think that'd be funny as shit. So if you're going to go that way, I'm going to say this. Jizz launching. Oh, oh, you know what? I had that idea. I didn't know if I didn't know if I was gonna say it. I had that idea. Who can have the longest cum shot? See, that that's a good one. Yeah, that's I wa- a great one. I want to see somebody do like an 100 yarder. Okay, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> I, I also think the I I also think the Africans win this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked I, up. I think they win that one. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. There are some countries that are pretty good at making missiles. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, you were in the army, you would know. 
I don't want to give it to America. I'd feel too dirty giving it to America. They... I don't think America. I don't think. I, honestly, I think in, in a lot of these, I don't think America stands a chance. I think the only one where they stand a legitimate chance is the powerlifting. No, no, because I give that to the Russians. No, I think I, I give it to the Americans. American powerlifters are just sloppy human beings, and I can totally see them doing that shit. Yes, but they don't have any of the length from all the steroid use. They don't have a dick to hold the girl on. Obviously, this would have to wait where doping would not pull out, <laughs> and dicks would not have to shrink that much. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you want to get fucking yoked, you got to get yoked the right way there. Mm -hmm. But fuck powerlifting. It's all about the aesthetics anyway. Either way. All I'm saying is I think Americans can take that one. I think... I'm going to get hit by a powerlifter now. <laughs> Stange is going to fucking kill us. I'm going to get my teeth knocked out by some powerlifter who just goes, Oh, you think powerlifters don't have big dicks? No, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Stanch is the only power lifter I actually respect. Any power lifter I see in the gym, I do not respect. I'm just being honest. But Stanch is the only person that I know that power lifts that I respect for being a power lifter. See, That's all I'm going to say. I respect power lifters. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of prep and all sorts of other bullshit. But yeah, it's not lifting really... really heavy weight once and then fucking walking around in the gym for 15 minutes while people are trying to use fucking machines is totally like a fucking respectable thing to do. And I'm just coming from a deep uh, I'm, I'm coming from experience here. Nah, you get multiple multiple sets. You get mo you lift that you lift that dumb you lift that really really dumb weight multiple times. You don't you don't be a punk about it. You lift that thing over and over and over again. Yeah, but, but people I know that do that are more aesthetic. They're not slobs. Eh. There's a there's a difference. Anyway, I think I think although I think we've wrapped up that section pretty good. Yeah, uh, if you yeah. don't mind, I, I'd like to move on to something that's a little bit more um in the news. So okay, to speak. what do we got in the news? So apparently. There has been some debate, speaking of uh, when we were talking about beach volleyball earlier, nude beach volleyball, there has been some debate whether or not women in beach volleyball should uh, wear the bikini bottom or wear compression shorts. I am curious to know what your take on this is. Wear whatever the hell you want to wear. That is That's my fair. answer. That is That's my fair. answer. I don't give a damn what the girls what the girls or the guys are wearing as long as you are comfortable and you are able to perform the action that you are th that you are being paid to be there to do then congratulations you you have made it to the bi the big stage you are able to pr perform in whatever attire you choose to perform in I agree I, I don't, I mean... Why is this I, a debate? I'm not saying it's a debate, but I mean, obviously, they're, they're, like you said before, sex sells. So obviously, they're the people or some people in charge, and I'm not defending this, but some people in charge want to have some of these women wear something that's a little skimpier, so a little bit more meat of the ass cheeks is hanging out, and that because they want to rake in some of those viewers, because let's um, be honest... Let's be honest. Does anybody really watch beach volleyball? 
if Unlike, it's not because of the ass. Uh, I don't, but I know plenty of people who do. Uh, exactly. But my point is, unless the organization that is running these beach volleyball tournaments is play is paying for the uniforms that each of these players are coming in on, the organization, in my opinion, can go blow a fat one. I agree. I would agree and disagree at the same time, only because I don't give a fuck about organizations when it comes to the actual sports. All that See, stuff is just behind the scene things I don't care about. I disagree with you. I disagree with you. Without the organizations, the sports don't happen. I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying I don't care what goes on behind the scenes of those organizations. That's what I'm saying. That's my argument. But because like unless it's like a major one like the NBA or the NFL, because that shit's always publicized anyway, so it's kind of hard to not know what's going on. Like when it comes to like lo lower sports, like I don't know, not even I won't even call MMA a lower sport, but like does anybody really care what the fucking athletic commission does when it comes to MMA fights or boxing yes. fights? Yes, one hundred and ten percent. Fuck the Nevada Athletic Commission and fuck the New York Athletic Commission because they don't know how to score a fucking fight to save their lives. It also took them fucking three or four years to actually adopt the MMA rules that were input that were put into place three fucking years ago, but uh, or more. I remember that. I remember for the longest time, UFC was holding events in those areas, in certain areas, and it's like, oh, they have not adopted the the unified rules of MMA, so it's back to doing the shitty stuff they were doing before that you have that you had uh, that you hadn't seen in like three or four weeks because we were putting in all these events in other areas that didn't allow it. But either way, but that's the point I'm trying to make is that I I don't really care because there's so much bullshit involved in it is that I don't pay attention to it most of the time. So that's why this, that's why this, while I agree with a lot of your points, at the same time, I don't fucking care what the commissions do or what their decisions are. But I do agree that if they are paying for the uniforms and that's a hundred percent, um, their decision, whether you agree with it or not, you know, that's, you know, up for debate, obviously. I mean, at the same time though, I mean, how much, let's be honest, you're really more using your upper body for beach volleyball anyway. So do you really- I think really... you talk to Charlie. <laughs> huh? I think you should talk to our good friend, Charlie. I don't think I've ever met Charlie. Maybe only you once when you look back at the you, house. You have met Mr. Sabic. He is a he is currently a professional beach volleyball. Actually, is a currently a professional volleyball player. Really? I didn't know that. Yes, we do have a friend who is currently a professional beach volley, uh, professional volleyball player who can actually give us a, a pretty good insight on this. If I can ever get him onto this show, you lazy bitch. <laughs> We're calling you out, Charlie. Either way. Uh, but no, like, I, I mean, when it comes to the argument of bikini bottoms or compression shorts, honestly, I don't see the really the I don't I think they probably offer relatively the same amount of movement. But again, you, I wouldn't know because I don't partake in many physical activities. So. I'm also incredibly uh, not athletic, so I would not know regardless. See, I've been, I've played volleyball before. It takes a lot. I, I know that I am not tall enough to be a volleyball player ever in my life. How uh, tall are you again? I'm 5'9". Okay, so you're just an inch above me. Yeah, I am, I, I am the perfect height. 
See, I, I, the, see, I, I just suck at volleyball. Like back in gym, the only thing I would ever do in volleyball when we were playing that in gym was the sets because that was what I did best. Like the sets and setting people up and even trying to set it over to the side of the net was what mm-hmm. I did best. I couldn't do the bumps. I couldn't, I was not, my vertical leap was not high enough to do the spikes. And I was wearing fucking gym shorts. And to be honest with you, again, I want to make this point again. I really didn't notice a difference in what I was wearing on the bottom that really affected my movement because all I was doing was a little hop up. And that was that. Yeah. So my my answer to what volleyball players should be wearing is whatever makes you comfortable. Yeah. That's my answer. However, in other news, because we're talking about fun things that uh, that we all enjoy, I know that this really doesn't mean much to you, mm-hmm. but to me, it's a fantastic thing. And for those of you that are getting ready to uh, hear our the debut episode of The Legend of Paul and El Dragon Azul and... I'm trying to remember Joey's character's name. He's going to kill me. He's going to be mad if you don't remember this. Yeah. Yeah. And how about this? How about this? The only the only Brooke, characters Brooke, worth mentioning. Brooke. 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 I was going to uh, say the only characters worth mentioning were Paul and El Dragoon. Paul, El Dragoon, and Brooke. So, tune in, <laughs> so, so you guys will get to tune into that and get to hear that on our YouTube channel. Because yeah, so that's we are... that's coming out in a, in a couple of weeks or so. I just haven't had the chance to edit it yet. But when we do edit it and we do make it all uh, sound sound nice and for all of you for an audio D&D experience, it's going to be something special and it's going to be something wildly entertaining. And uh, we hope that you all enjoy it. Of course, 69 Whiskey YouTube channel yeah. is where you're going to find it. So, Mish, you've, you've played a game of D&D and you know how, like, crazy epic level like monsters are like absolutely terrifying and when they show up and end the world it's kind of like the cliff the the ending in the cliffhanger as the world fades to black kind of thing yeah like when i ended the fucking world in jurassic park yes yes like that willingly so (laughs) so one of my favorite parts about dnd is when the additions when they start adding to the additions the crazy bullshit and the first the first like big indication that the crazy bullshit is coming down the pipeline to start to essentially break the worlds that we that, that we as dms are making the first real sign of that in previous editions was the dragonomicon what the Dragonomicon in Dungeons and Dragons 3.5, there were there were a series of books called the Dragonomicons, which added all of the ridiculous, legendary, and other types of dragons that anybody could ever want. Now, the the book was republished in uh, fourth edition and was not made nearly as large as it was in. 3.5 but again was the beginning of the the point of which wizards of the coast was like the world has gotten too ridiculous the things in there have have gotten too massive we need to blow up the world and reset it you've discussed this with me before yeah i believe so they just announced 
5th edition's Dragonomicon, which is Fizbin's Guide to Dragons. And holy fuck. What about it? Because keep in mind, I don't know any of this shit. Like, I only so, hopped on for one game. I don't know any of this. So you got to yeah, give me some yeah. context oh, here. Oh, 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 let me Let me tell you about some of, like, the scary bullshit that's about to come down the pipelines from fucking Dungeons & Dragons. There were these things called gem dragons, which are dragons that are, that have, instead of, like, the regular dragon powers where they're, like, attuned to certain elements and all of this other stuff and the metal dragons have are like super super tanky boys these are dragons with armor of stone and the ability to use psionic powers so what the fuck is a psionic power telekinesis pyro- oh you're fucked pyrokineticism you're you're fucked if you came across one of those yeah so that's some of the things that they've announced for this as well as gem dragon borns for players to use so that's that's really cool getting a getting a character with just the ability to use psychic powers and shit just because you're born of a gem dragon. Now, is this is all of this some sort of advertisement to get me back into it? I mean, yes and no, but you are using our show as an advertisement no, no, of D D no. to say to put me on the spot and say, "Hey, Mish, here's all this cool shit that's going to come out in the next no, edition no, of D and D. Come and join us." No, no, I'm I'm more. This is more an advertisement for the adventures of Paul and Brooke and El Dragon Azul. Well, I would love to see I would love to see your characters be involved I, in something like that. I would love to see these poor bastards end up having to take care of a gem dragon. The 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 amount of bullshit that would go into Paul having trying to talk his way out of dealing with this gem dragon. Or even trying to talk the gem dragon into being part of his wrestling organization. I was going to say, the first thing I'm thinking of is, listen, kid, I got a great gimmick for you. It's going to be huge. You're going to make a lot of money. I'm going to be the representative and everything. I'm going to book you strong, kid. We're going to have El Dragon Azul versus the actual dragon made of Azul. And that's going to be for the World Heavyweight Championship, brother, brother. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I can't, honestly, like, I, I, I apologize. I want to say this publicly on the show because I want to apologize that I haven't gotten that out yet. I've been so busy that I haven't been able to edit that. But I am actually looking forward to the amount of bullshit Paul, El Dragon, and, and Brooke are going to get themselves into. Because I was sitting in, for those of you that don't know, full disclosure behind the scenes, when we were kind of testing the, when they were kind of testing these characters out in a, I think it was like a one-off type of monster of the week sort of thing. I was listening to these characters interact with one another and <laughs> it was some of the funniest shit I think I'd ever heard. And again, I am no D and D player. I do not care for D and I, I, I played it that one time and I had, a, I had fun, 
do, do I want to play it again? That's yet to be known or seen. But from what I did here, I had a, it was a lot of fun. And come on the YouTube channel, 69 Whiskey, search it up. We're there, same logo and everything. That's going to be something to behold. And a and a slight future request for for the D for the lovely DM of that campaign of the of the legends of Paul and El Dragon and Brooke. My goal is the final fight of that. I want to be a L a, a primordial dragon worm. I really make it happen, Josh. I, I, I'm I'm pushing for that now. I'm I'm going to be pushing for that because. I want that to be the end of the campaign. Listen, I, Josh has no has no choice but to do it now. We've already advertised it. So, Josh, your your hands are tied here, buddy. We're going to make it happen regardless. I mean, we love Josh. He's a friend of the program. He's been on the show a couple of times, but he's, you know, there's there's no way you're not making this happen now cuz now I want to see it cuz I want to see the bullshit that uh, Paul is going to uh, get into this. Paul Byman. We'll see what Josh has in store for us. However, in the meantime, Mish housekeeping ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for checking out today's edition of the 69 whiskey podcast of course you can check out our show in several different categories or directories i should say including but not limited to buzzsprout apple podcasts spotify google podcast amazon pandora TuneIn, Verbal, so much more. I actually just found out <laughs> if you use the app Bullhorn, apparently we're on there too. These apps just love stealing our shit, but hey, it just widens our audience more. So thanks a lot. In terms of, uh, of course, if you want to... Actually, you know what, Eric? Now that I'm mentioning this, I just realized hmm. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. We have our first, that I know of, we have our first ever podcast feedback that i want to read on the show okay and of course ladies and gentlemen if you leave us any feedback on an app that allows it we will definitely also read your stuff if you say something nice about us so this feedback comes from our good friend local neighborhood baby of the stressed depressed and anxious podcast four-star review saying these boys are a world of interesting. They are full of amazing stories, and they're worth the threesome. <laughs> Shout out to Baby. <laughs> Go check out our episode on her on her uh, website now. Well, like I said, we'll link that down in our podcast descriptions for you to check out. As far as our social medias go, uh, back to what I was doing, you can follow us on Twitter at 69WhiskeyPod, Instagram, 69WhiskeyPodcast, Facebook, RU69Whiskey, for gaming content featuring mostly yours, uh, his truly, Eric Weinstein, and hopefully me soon again. Granted, I'm having so many fucking internet problems. I'm uh, waiting, bitch. I know, we gotta do Little Hope. I, I really wanna know what happens next. But, uh, and I still have to edit those goddamn videos. Jesus, I have so much work I have to do. God, I don't get paid enough to do this. Anyway, and then of course, that's also 69 Whiskey on Twitch. And last but certainly not least, like I said before, YouTube, 69 Whiskey. Eric, that's my spiel. 
All right, everybody, so stay tuned because we have a lot of things coming down the pipe, as you hear heard from Mish. We are just getting ready to start possibly pumping out the first bit of merchandise that we can possibly sell. Hopefully soon. I'm crossing my fingers and hoping right now. Can it- I get a hint? <sighs> I want to know. I want to be in. I want to be in on this shit. I want to be the first one to buy it. Well... We might have, we, we might be working on uh, 69 Whiskey Dice Towers. Okay, I know that was in the works. What, what else do we got? Anything else you want to spoil? I've got things that, that, I, that I am working on that I am trying to make right now a reality. I don't want to announce anything yet, just because of the fact that it is still very much in its prototype phases it is not ready to go in any manner of the set of me saying this right now these are still just pipe dreams i am trying to make things happen but if they do happen and they do work out we will have stuff for everybody real soon Uh, i can't wait but with that being said That is tonight's episode of 69 Whiskey. I hope you all enjoyed, and I hope it was a pleasure. It was just as much a pleasure for you guys listening as it was for me recording. Do me a favor. If you have the opportunity, go and support your local athletes. They are are getting ready for their 2024 Olympic push. And the, any girls at your, at your local club could be the next uh, gold medalist. So... With that being said, good night, everybody. I am Eric Weinstein, and this has been 69 Whiskey. Have a good night.